0: Welcome to Strictly Facts, a guide to Caribbean history and culture, hosted by me, Alexandria Miller. Strictly Facts teaches the history, politics, and activism of the Caribbean and connects these themes to contemporary music and popular culture. Strictly Facts family, welcome back to another episode. Happy June, which means Happy Caribbean American Heritage Month. If you didn't know, June is Caribbean American Heritage Month. Efforts to establish a National Caribbean Heritage Month began as early as 1999 through the Institute of Caribbean Studies. With the efforts of ICS founder, Dr. Claire Nelson, a bill was sponsored by Congresswoman Barbara Lee in 2004 and passed the following year to make June National Caribbean American Heritage Month. So to celebrate Caribbean American Heritage Month, we're doing a brief history of some more recent Caribbean migration to the US. As you may remember from earlier episodes, the movement of Caribbean people to and from the US has a long and extensive history. In our history of Caribbean immigration episode, we especially highlighted early 20th century activists like Jamaican born Claude McKay, who was a renowned poet during the Harlem Renaissance, or Otto and Hermina Hiswoud, who were active members of the Communist Party, born in the Dutch and British Guianas or present-day Suriname and Guyana. These changemakers and many others were part of an early wave of migration that has steadily continued to present-day. The latter 20th century also marked a significant increase of Caribbean migration to North America, as opposed to migration that had been more centrally to European nations like the UK and France. Because a number of islands were European colonies, when the movement for independence began in the English-speaking Caribbean, for example, the UK in 1962 removed its open entry regulations for formerly Caribbean Commonwealth citizens. As a result, the U.S. not only became an alternative to England for Caribbean migration, but the U.S. heavily recruited Caribbean migrants to fill various labor shortages, especially in healthcare and domestic labor. The U.S. extensively recruited Caribbean and Latin American migrants to serve as farm workers, with between 10 and 20,000 arriving in the 1980s. However, another major source of labor to the U.S. was the recruitment of nurses. Caribbean nurses emigrated in large numbers from places like Jamaica, Trinidad and Tobago, and the Dominican Republic, to name a few. And this has had a significant impact on local healthcare systems. Caribbean women from countless islands and territories, including Puerto Rico, also relocated to fill domestic labor shortages as household workers. Political and economic instabilities were also a major driving force for Caribbean migration. The Cuban Revolution is a longer discussion we'll need to save for another episode, but beginning in 1978, a number of Cuban citizens attempted to seek asylum from various Latin American embassies in Havana, Cuba. Their failed attempts, the killing of a Cuban guard, and hostilities between the embassies and the Cuban government motivated Cuban officials to issue an approval to emigrate for Cuban refugees in April 1980. On April 20th, 1980, President Fidel Castro approved the use of the Mariel port for anyone hoping to leave as long as they could get a ride. So from April to October 1980, thousands of Cuban refugees migrated to the U.S. on what became known as the Mariel boat lifts. Roughly 125,000 Cubans migrated to Miami with the approval of the U.S. government. The Mariel Boatlifts, however, didn't only allow for Cuban migration to the U.S. So prior to the Mariel Boatlifts in 1980, Haitian migration to the U.S. also saw an uptick. But the U.S. government considered them economic migrants instead of political refugees under the Duvalier regime, which would have made it harder for Haitian migrants to eventually receive legal protections in the U.S. So with the support of the Congressional Black Caucus, which accused the government of discriminating against Haitians, the Carter administration also approved Haitian refugees' arrival during the Mariel boat lifts in June. So from June to October as well, 1980, roughly 25,000 Haitian refugees relocated to Florida with the ability to eventually apply for permanent residency. Similar patterns of politically motivated migration also took place in countries like Guyana and Jamaica. From our earlier episode with Christine and also our last episode on Walter Rodney, we discussed the political turmoil in Guyana and obviously how that shaped and influenced Guyanese migration to the U.S., with roughly 35,000 people relocating between 1980 and 1991 alone. Political conflict during the 1970s and 80s also contributed to Jamaican immigration during that time as well. The longstanding rivalry between the two national parties, the Jamaican Labor Party and the People's National Party, escalated during the 1970s. An international oil crisis, the PNP leader and Prime Minister Michael Manley's 1974 move for Jamaica to be a democratic socialist state and political instabilities and rivalries led to increased food shortages, violence, and economic hardship. Both political parties are said to have had connections with local gangs that played a role in securing votes and political territories, overwhelmingly through aggressive and intimidating means. This rampant violence killed hundreds by the 1980 election and led many to emigrate, including internationally acclaimed reggae artist Bob Marley, who left on a self-imposed exile after an attempted assassination. He returned two years later in 1978 to perform at the One Love Peace Concert, which was held to quell the violence. Marley even called for party leaders Manley and JLP leader Edward Siaga to join hands as a sign for the need of peace. These violent years of political unrest have been the subject of countless songs and movies, including films like Better Must Come and Yachty. All in all, studies from the U.S. Census Bureau show that from the 1980s to the 1990s, Caribbean immigrant populations increased by over 150%, from 1.2 million in the 1980s to almost 2 million in the 1990s. These migrants and their descendants have not only made lives here in the U.S., like my family, but have also played significant roles and contributed to America's political system, activism, economy, and culture. And it it's for this reason and many more that we celebrate Caribbean American Heritage Month. Oyeago, stay tuned for Strictly Fact Sounds, where we connect our history to pop culture. So for this Strictly Fact Sounds, we're bringing you a little bit of everything. Director Lisandro Perez Rey's documentary Beyond the Sea interviews Cuban Americans who boarded the Mariel boatlifts. Through these interviews, Beyond the Sea captures not only why many of these refugees left Cuba, but also their challenges and successes upon moving to the U.S. And it also features that iconic scene from Scarface when Al Pacino's character migrates as a Marielito as well. Next, reggae artist Junior Reed's song Original Foreign Mind from 1985 chronicles the pros and cons of migration. In it, he sings of, you know, seeing the things you've never seen before once you get to America, but also, as a result, you forget the paradise of our very own homelands. And lastly, author Marlon James's book, A Brief History of Seven Killings, you can't talk about Jamaica during the 1970s without talking about this book. It's an amazing novel that captures many of the themes of this episode in which he details the political unrest of the 1970s, migration to New York during the 1980s, and Jamaica's evolution into the 90s. So with that, I hope you check out these resources and many more that we'll be posting to our socials because we're celebrating all month long. So I'm sending you all love and a very happy Caribbean American Heritage Month. And I hope you've enjoyed this episode. little more. Thanks for tuning in to Strictly Facts. Visit strictlyfactspodcast.com for more information from each episode. Follow us at Strictly Facts Pod on Instagram and Facebook and at Strictly Facts PD on Twitter.